Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to Griefcast with me, Carrie Adloyd. How do we grieve for someone? How does it change and evolve as we get older? My dad died when I was 15 and it took me many, many years to be able to express what I had gone through. So I decided to create Griefcast, a chance to talk, share and laugh about the weirdness of grief and death. But with comedians, so it's not that depressing, I promise. Each time I talk to a different comedian about their own personal experience of grief, as we remember someone that they have lost along the way. Whether it was a long time ago or you've just joined the club, this is a chance to talk about the peculiar human process of death. Welcome to Griefcast. Welcome back to Griefcast. I hope you got through Christmas and are doing as okay as you can be at this time of year. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please do remember to subscribe and rate and review as well, or even just tell people you think would like some cheery chats about grief and death. This week, we have another special episode designed to be extra cheery in the bleak non-time between Christmas and New Year. It's a live episode from the excellent Mahanlith Festival in Wales. We recorded a live episode of the show there with very excellent stand-ups Nish Kumar, Kiri Pritchard-McLean and Phil Wang. And I do need to warn you that this episode contains strong language, so just be prepared, the C word is out in force. And I know you think, well, once you've seen someone die, you should be unshockable, but I saw Naked Attraction the other day and discovered I am, in fact, still very shockable. So, now you're prepared. Here is Griefcast Live. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ladies and gentlemen, so professional. Um, where, where am I? Who, how, where am I talking to you from? It's so hard to tell. <laughs> You know when you come to those big, flashy theatres, uh, the magic of theatre. Um, please welcome to the stage. <laughs> I'm behind the curtain. Oh, like death. Oh, see what we're doing here. Am I dead? No. Or am I? <laughs> everyone thinking? Did anyone wait up this morning? Oh, don't start it from behind the curtain, Carrie. I don't literally. <laughs> okay. Please welcome to the stage your host for Griefcast, Carrie Adloyd. <laughs> Thank you. I, I forgot. I forgot to tell these guys. I just. I'll bring you on in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, hello. Thanks for coming. So, firstly, look. Thanks for coming uh, to this. Now, I don't know if any of you have listened to the podcast, or you're just fans of death, and you thought that's the show for me. <laughs> um, if you have listened to the podcast, who's listened to the podcast? Two. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> me <laughs> it's not like yeah me um so basically normally what i do is i interview uh, a comedian about a death or a grief they've experienced and um then i thought oh i'll do it live and i thought oh it's gonna be it's gonna be intense isn't it <laughs> so this is a special edition of the podcast where i'm gonna have um some amazing comedians who are gonna come on and we're just gonna have a general chat about death and grief um so those of you who've come for your juicy grief stories you might get some i'm normally quite good at sharing those juicy grief ones but um don't be disappointed is what i mean if you're here just to hear tales of palliative care <laughs> anyone big fans of palliative can i get a <laughs> no, that's that's terrible um yeah, so, oh, so just house rules. Um, enjoy your cake. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't have enough cake for everybody, but um, it, um, <laughs> it was £7.50 to buy all the cake. And it's from, it's not like I bought it from London and waved it in your face. It's from the coffee place over there. So if you enjoyed it, you can buy yourself some cake. <laughs> um, anyway, so thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. We're just going to have a very chilled out, relaxed chat about death and grief and hopefully laugh occasionally about death and grief i hope that's okay with you guys i am allowed to laugh about it because my dad's dead so oh, that's it's look if i get one thing <laughs> about my dad dying is that i get to laugh about it um it will be like that so you just have to get used to the death stuff <laughs> like if you're not if everyone was like oh her dad said like guys you came to a show called grief cast <laughs> It wasn't a fancy Welsh word, meaning like dancing and singing. No. The Glyphocast. Oh, the ancient tradition where we all dance around a dead person. Um, please welcome our first guest. He's one third of sketch group Daphne, and he's a very excellent stand-up. He is indeed Mr. Phil Wang, everybody. Yes. 
Thanks, Phil. Hey. Hi, everyone. It's Phil Wang, everybody. Yay. How are you doing, Phil? I'm okay. You're still alive. That's what counts on this still podcast. Still alive. Um, Nish is gone, I'm afraid. Oh. Um, he's not. It's um, too, too humid in there. Okay. He was, he was all right. So he was a good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good man. Um, our next guest is one quarter. We've got a little theme here of uh, Sketch Group Gaines Family Gift Shop and also an excellent stand-up and also host of Serial Murderer podcast, Fans of Killing at the Back. <laughs> all killer, no filler. Please welcome Kiri Pritchard-McLean. <laughs> <laughs> so glamorous. Thanks, Kiri. Oh, you guys are so nice. Thank you. Hey, Kiri, how are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Your Should top. Should I be speaking into this? Yeah, speaking into this, but look what's happening, because we are now I know, in like, the, a, like a amazing. swimming pool. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? I know what heaven looks like, <laughs> and it's this. Look at this. It's a beautiful... It, audio listeners will be like, what was it? I'm not telling you. Um, how are you doing, Kiri? Yeah, really good. Good. Really good, thank you. This is amazing. Did, did, did you... This is I know this all happens, yeah, in, in particularly dark rooms where the light is on, mate. I know this happens. <laughs> uh, and I... That's why you do stand-up. Yeah, I cultivate an aura where some people are like, what is that? Um, that's that's my dream reaction from an audience. It's really nice. <laughs> what is that? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, our next guest is extremely punctual. <laughs> that's one of the ways I describe him. Punctual, reliable... Um, definitely not someone to make you go, where the fuck is this? <laughs> He's an amazing stand-up and Edinburgh Award nominee. I don't know what they call it now. Edinburgh Comedy Award? Is it sponsored by someone? It's now the lastminute.com. Oh, thank you, Edinburgh. Phil Wang. <laughs> thank you, Phil Wang. I think. Did they sponsor you? Um, if they did, they've wasted their money because <laughs> uh, I'd never um, use them. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Nish Kumar, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Nish. Hello. Um, Nish is dressed entirely in black. Yeah, I've come dressed for a funeral. Uh, I also <laughs> uh, did Johnny not Cash arrive. Tribute, yeah, my yeah. Johnny Cash tribute, I, who is dead, famously. Uh, <laughs> I That's what he's famous for. Yeah, as well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's I didn't the only on thing. Time, so I, will, I am the late Nish Kumar. So, <laughs> is, it oh. is it punctuality or am I just committing to the concept? Carry on. <laughs> also, when you played out the skit of me being dead, I like the fact that your reaction was, oh, he's okay. <laughs> that was it. That's my epitaph yeah. from my friend, Carriad Lloyd. If you were here on time, I would have been more... Let's abusive. not do this now, <laughs> Carriad. Let's not turn a grief podcast okay. into an impromptu <laughs> reenactment of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. <laughs> if you're late, I won't come to your funeral, basically. That's, that's it. <laughs> That's how I feel about punctuality. Um, so, thank you all for coming so much. I haven't given you much information either. I've just said we're going to talk about death. Don't worry about it. Um, how do you all feel about death generally? I know that's a massive question. But just at, like, are you afraid of it? Or do you feel, are you people who are fine with it? Kiri's looking worried already. Yeah, I, uh, I don't mind me dying. <laughs> fine with that, oddly. But I am consumed daily with a... My friend, my best mate's got a dead mum. And I feel like that makes everything so easy for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> except dealing with women. Uh, <laughs> some residual issues there. Um, but, I, so, but I am like consumed with fear about uh, like my family dying all, all the time. And I've just got no, no, I've got no coping mechanism. So I'm terrified of death. Do you, are you someone who thinks about it? Like, this is what I have. If like somebody is late 
Or it wasn't even a dick. It's just like, if someone is late... It sure as shit felt like one. <laughs> if someone's late or they don't call me back, family member, I think they're dead. That's my first thought is, oh, I guess they're yeah, dead. I'm exactly the same. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I guess they're dead. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And I, I also, my girlfriend is uh, notoriously slow at responding to text messages. Oh, God, no. So I, I've lost her <laughs> on a weekly basis. <laughs> For the last five years. Oh no! Like it, like when old people have Alzheimer's, they forget their wife's died. You have that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I think that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, how do you feel about death? Are you, uh, you seem pretty relaxed about it. Yeah, um, I think when <laughs> no, I ha- I'm not, not, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not scared of death. I'm scared of dying. I'm scared of knowing I'm gonna die. I if like. I hate. I've got some bad news. No, please don't. <laughs> please. You will die. God damn it! No, but like <laughs> imminently. I, do, I, don't I don't know that. I don't know if it's imminent. <laughs> yeah. It might be. And this uh, is going to be used as ev- evidence, this podcast. Oh, God, can it? you imagine? Yeah. The last person Phil spoke to about his death was Carrie <laughs> Well, they play the audio on the news and with a photo of me, like a still photo. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the sound wave that they put on for some reason. Uh, how do you feel about your death, Phil? You're going to die, Phil. Carrie said you're going to die, Phil. Like that, over and over again. I'm not so worried about other people's deaths. My mother, I would re- I'd be sad if my mother died, but <laughs> everyone else... <laughs> That's, that's reassuring. Such a passive yeah. reaction to the Sorry? sad. That's such a passive reaction to the the loss of a mother. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be sad. I said to be sad. Yeah, you'd be like, I'd be sad if my mum died. Yeah. But it was it was more like, oh no, there's no macaroni cheese in. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> um, but like friends, I've I've moved around a lot in my life, so oh, I've yeah. always found some friends um, quite easy to leave behind. <laughs> and sure. so if one of them died, it'd just be like they they like moved. moved away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What, how comes you moved around a lot? Is that like... So, um, I, um, my, my dad's Malaysia. I grew up in Malaysia. Then mm. I went to Brunei for, uh, to school for a bit. and oh. And so I had to make and drop friends and... You know, leaving oh, I, ha- I had to d- make and drop friends, but I stayed in the same school. <laughs> I'm just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I mean, say drop, you mean like punch yeah, right yeah, in the I nose? Like drop oh, I used to fight an awful lot anyway. <laughs> but that's interesting. I wonder if, because my nephews live in Thailand, and so one of them's only four, and he's already, like, not lost. They're not dead. But he's already had, like, three best friends move away. Because oh. it's like that kind of Thailand, it, it's one that, again, it's like people live there for two years expats especially and then they go somewhere else and he literally was like oh another one has gone and i was yeah. like oh god and then i thought oh i guess you just get super used to loss really early yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like getting, giving kids hamsters yeah yeah same they just burn through one of them every three yeah. years and now uh, when you say burn Kiri. <laughs> actually i went to school with a girl who put one in a microwave Isn't that no. Awful? Oh. Yeah. Well, no 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 not not till not to fruition but um it like just for like 30 seconds and she uh, awful, horrendous, horrendous. I didn't well, go. Kimmy, you did can't just for thirty seconds. Like that's, <laughs> yes. that's all. No, right. yeah, I mean it's really, did really it su- bad. Did it survive? She, well, she said it was a bit sweaty when she got out, and then it di- it it died a little bit later. But you never know with hamsters if it was in the post or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did affect it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a solid yes. Yeah. 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 I think that would have had some effect, definitely. Okay, so you all. So when this, you sound like the most neurotic about it. <laughs> you sound like equally like my level of neurotic. Why would you call me neurotic? <laughs> like I don't know why you would say that about me, Carriad. But I'm going to go and think about it for seven years. Uh, I I am extremely neurotic uh, and afraid of death and afraid of people I know dying, yeah. and it consumes me on a sort of daily basis. But weirdly, I realised that I have... This is something that I genuinely believe, and I tried to make it work as a piece of stand-up comedy, but it did not work, as you will see in <laughs> Go a for it here. This is the yeah, place. Yeah, it will absolutely, because it's, I think it's too bleak a concept. I have no... 
I have more of a philosophical problem with my own death and the people I love's death than the uh, annihilation of humanity. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. have less of a problem with the idea of the world ending than I do with my own death. If there was, like, a nuclear bomb, I don't know, inside me or something, <laughs> and they were like, we Still have to cut... Still bring it back to you, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We have to cut through you to... Ki- but the whole of humanity will die. I'd be like, well, we had a good run. <laughs> But that yeah, so it's, I, that's the well, there's a weird inconsistency in my thought in that I don't fear sort of complete annihilation of humanity. That weird because I think everyone has that problem of like that's what the problem with at the moment the news is so depressing. But you can literally watch a half hour news program and turn it off and go, oh, I'm hungry because you're just like there's yeah, so right, much. Yeah. But obviously, people close to you, it's obviously easier to. Well, it's all about yeah. your sphere of influence, isn't it? So, yeah. And if someone's close to you you feel like their life or their death is probably within your sphere of influence and you could do something to prevent it. Whereas, mm. like, the whole world being destroyed is beyond your sphere of influence. So you <laughs> is it, Phil? It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty Maybe influential not guy. Um, I think I might be more neurotic. Can I, can I get really into yeah, this? please do. So I have compulsive thoughts about what stages of decomposition famous people are in. Yeah, oh. I have really, like, yeah, it's bad, isn't it? Um, I, I, I genuinely get really, uh, I, I, hate, I hate death, and I will get sort of, Steve Irwin was a bad one. Uh, <laughs> like, why, why was did Steve one. Irwin get you? Uh, I don't know why, but like, if it's someone who just, I don't know, something about them will resonate. So I think it's that they feel like a very normal person, oh, yeah. and then I will start to, I can't deal with... Um, uh, so I, I don't like cremation. I think it's horrible that you're just nothing. That's like, oh, really? I really struggle with cremation. Yeah. But don't you think it's worse to be in the ground? Being rot- eaten by rotting. worms. Yeah, sure. It's all horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I, like if I know they've been buried, I will have compulsive thought. I can't get them out about what stage of decomposition. So with your, f- if someone in your family died, would you rather they were cremated? So you don't have to worry about them. Or buried. This is the quiz we're going to yeah, do. The sequins really came into their own in that moment. yeah, yeah. Um, she's dead, Scylla. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, 2016, we could just list yeah. a lot. Of <laughs> so well, yeah. my parents are a, a peculiar pair. The farm I grew up on, they still live on, and they both want to be buried there. And now they're like locked in a race to the death of who dies first and devalues the farm and leaves the other one to it. <laughs> so that's yeah. where they are. And they're like, just don't bury me near a river and it's fine. I've Googled it. <laughs> but I want to be buried near a river. Yeah, you're not. You got. You can't uh, interfere with like what water. You can oh. get buried anywhere, but you can't like be near a water source. Well, just like, in case someone likes makes it into mineral water <laughs> or whatever. Like a school's football pitch, could they be buried in like the middle? Uh, if you had permission, sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's a challenge. Wait, wasn't Bin Laden buried at sea? Have <laughs> we, we all been say drink- in a school? Yeah. Have we all Bin Laden? Have we is what we've been drinking Bin Laden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Well, that explains the rise of ISIS, guys. <laughs> It's coming through the water. There was literally something in the water. Yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the so, only thing I've decided yeah. that I would l- like, I think, and this is, uh, so is uh, I quite, quite want my parents, you know, I would be happy if they were cremated. I don't like the idea that there's nothing, at least with bones, there's something tangible. It's like you never existed you do otherwise. Get, they give you the ashes. I know. Yeah. So I w- think I'll get that. And I want to get my parents made into a pair of earrings. <laughs> yeah, you can. What, yeah. into, into the diamond ones? Into diamonds, yeah. Guys, you can have the ashes made inside. I don't and know And they're yellow because of the sulfur that yeah. occurs in us. So, but I know I would just get hammered and like, accidentally flush my dad down a Weatherspoon's toilet but <laughs> also what, what if like one is your mum and one is your dad yeah. and you lose one yeah. you feel guilty yeah. I, I hope it's mum <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how so okay we all obviously everybody thinks about death not many people talk about it have you ever thought about how you would like to die 
Sorry, Nish, I looked at you quite scarily there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> again, I'm sorry goes, I was late, Carrie <laughs> I feel like, you know, in a job interview, they're like, what's your dream job situation? What's your dream <laughs> death situation, guys? Have you ever oh. thought, like, that's how I want to go? Um, Certainly heroic's nice, right? I'd love, I'd love yeah, to die maybe. saving someone. Yeah. But the problem, but the, but the problem is, someone. the problem is I know I would never put my life in risk, at risk to, yeah. ma- to save someone. So what would have to happen is that I save someone having miscalculated the risk I was putting myself <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then dying before I could shriek this wasn't meant to happen. Also, so your last thought is like, oh, shit! <laughs> No, but the, I think the nightmare is you die after you have the time to shout, this wasn't meant to happen. So we all know what piece of shit yeah. you are. Exactly, that's yeah. what yeah. I like. Yeah. Well, yeah, what are you imagining? So you're like seeing a small child in a swimming pool and they're drowning, but you think, oh, that's a rubber ring. I'm going to go and use it. Like, how can you miss It's going to be tough. It's going to be yeah. tough. I guess, like, there's... Um, uh, oof, you haven't got your pajamas on, so you don't know how to rescue them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think it's a brick at the bottom of the pool, but yeah. it's a child, yeah. and then you bring it up, and you're so pissed off you drown. That, <laughs> that's yeah, I guess I guess it would be a swimming thing, like um, the the uh, I jump in and grab a baby, put it up, and then it just kicks me in the head <laughs> as I put it onto land and knocks me out, and I just turn her over, <laughs> and then I just drown. But then you the made the pool. baby a murderer. <laughs> Manslaughterer <laughs> and what a man, <laughs> Kiri. How how do you want to go? Because oh, Kiri does a podcast about serial killers. Yeah, so I know how uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, are you? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Genuinely obsessed with it because also the girl that I do it with, mm. Rachel Fairburn, we live a street away, and I I'm like I'm on my Google Street View walking the dog, so it's very easy to find out where I live. <laughs> um, so I am convinced I'm going to be made into a woman suit by someone. <laughs> like, on a di- and because I'm like fairly recently single, like I, I won't bang people because I'm convinced I'm going to fuck a serial killer. <laughs> How would and you know? Would you want them to tell you as I would they were know. having sex with you? I would know. Like, I as would they're having know. sex with you, they whisper in your ear, I'm a serial killer. I really like it when guys whisper in my ear, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they can pull my hair as well, absolute dream. Uh, <laughs> and then say, I'm a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I was I was offed by a weirdo. I genuinely you, I mean, I, I know you have a, this podcast about serial killers. So, like, because you've studied them so much, is there a particular one that you're like, oh, I liked what he did, and that would be okay? Ooh, um, absolutely not, no. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I'm terrified it? of them. That's why I'm interested in them. But I think I would like, I would love to do something heroic. I'm quite a, like a... I remember when I was growing up loads uh, on GMTV, not an educated household, uh, there would always be people on who were have-a-go heroes, and I love oh, that yeah, phrase. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> always, also, you know, I've read a lot about bystander syndrome, so I will always wade into fights or people being racist or whatever, kicking off, because I just think it's the right thing to do as a human. But I, I never think about my own safety, because ultimately I think I can beat everyone in a fight. Because um, <laughs> I'm just like a bit unhinged, so it's like, oh yeah, come on then. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's all you need to do to win a fight, is is believe it yeah do you know what i mean because then the other person's guy. like whoa they're fucking psycho yeah if you yeah. think i could i'm gonna get you, yeah if that's you all it tear needs. your top off and start <laughs> screaming your dad's name who's gonna try and fight that <laughs> i imagine do not <laughs> do not attack kiri <laughs> do not attack. so yeah i think I, I i would love to be see like on some grainy tram footage <laughs> being stabbed by someone who is being racist <laughs> that's that's my dream that is you know what it's I a simple say, dream i don't mean to, is that isn't that the white girl dream yeah <laughs> 
she was trying to interrupt a yeah. racist incident actually yeah. and um, she was I trying to make my safety pin yeah, I was yeah. just doing it anyway she was trying to make up for the Trump vote <laughs> <laughs> Nish how do you want to go I have no there is no good answer to this question for me I, you don't want to go at all no I have no interest Nish, in it Nish I've got some bad news you want to live forever <laughs> like Highlander <laughs> that is uh, no, I, I, no just something quick just do you want to? You're hoping for like old, you're hoping for like old age, asleep in the bed type thing. We just like slip away peacefully. You, uh, oh, not even that. Even that's no good. Even for you. that is too much for me. <laughs> like it's the whole thing is none of it is ideal. The whole death situation it seems flawed, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It seems profoundly flawed. But I just I. <laughs> I just know it's going to be... As if you've I just noticed, this does not work, yeah, you guys. this does not add up. This whole system does not add up. But I just, I don't want it, I don't want to get run over while I'm listening to <laughs> Mark Maron's podcast. Because that is my fear. That is the thing that I, that is, I nearly die every other week, I would say, because I'm turning the volume up <laughs> on an interview with an American comedian on my phone. <laughs> and I'm not paying attention while I'm crossing the road. And I just, that is the thing that I do not want to happen. I don't want to die in a stupid, I don't, you don't want to die in a way where when people find out they're like, ugh, classic. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what you don't want You don't want do. people to, I think the thing is having known people who've died, you, you don't want when you say, oh, this is what happened. You don't want them to go, <coughs> what? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like you want them to go, yeah, exactly. that's yeah. the comedian's version of uh, autoerotic asphyxiation death, isn't it? What? It's yeah. like listening yeah. to Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then being knocked is... over by a Passat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is, that's the sort of thing that you, that's the sort of thing that you don't, uh, you don't want to have happen to you. You don't no, want people to not. be like, look at your phone and it'd be like, you were typing, the word fart to your friend James. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something that you want. Maybe that is something that I have. To don't attack. ever type the word fart. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> like as a precaution in case you get run over. <laughs> or use zebra crossings. Um. <laughs> what if you're texting someone about farthings and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. someone took you out halfway through? You would know. And so that's what matters, Phil. Don't forget to bring the big bag of fart. <laughs> 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 And as long as you know, and uh, or I guess what you want is one of your friends to go, I bet it wasn't far, I bet it was farthing because I know him really well. Yeah. And that's not the kind of joke he would have made. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, it's it, definitely far. Yeah, yeah, if it's, it's me, it's 100% far. Like, <laughs> it was far. Like, even if the last words that I spell starts with the letters like C, F and J, everyone's like, he was definitely, and that was an autocorrect. He was trying, <laughs> he was trying to type far. There's no way. So that's, so... Your, your sort of opinion is like there's no good death. Even like, because I'm just happy, like, if I get to just get old, that's yeah. how I feel. I just want to get, oh, I don't, I don't mean like, I mean like old. Like, yeah, not like yeah. the kid going, you're old. They, they <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They've said, you don't know what on fleek means. <laughs> oh, to the God. firing squad with you, granddad. <laughs> They've said now that isn't the first person, they're born at the moment who will live to be 150. <gasps> they're alive at the moment. Um, they're in this room. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible curse. But yeah. I, I, I grew up uh, so spending a lot of time in old, old people's homes because it was for fun or yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um, so my mum could pay for me to go to a private school what a waste um, and there there was a woman there who was 106 oh my god yeah and boy was she bored of being around here yeah, she, yeah. yeah and she 
I've never heard someone say cunt so much in my life. <laughs> like a genuine, that's why I learned the word, was from a 106 year old woman called Elizabeth, who said when I came in, I think I was about 12, and it was the summer, and I was wearing a, a skirt, and she went, I can see your cunt in that. And I was like, <laughs> Mrs. Mace. <laughs> yeah, old ladies are rude. <laughs> So but, I, just, I mean, now you want to live to be 106, don't you? Like, yeah. oh, the freedom. I didn't realise you got some sort of cunt pass. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hit the century, you get a letter from the Queen <laughs> and a little pass in the mail that you can stick on your dashboard <laughs> like a tax disc. <laughs> I have what? permission to say cunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She, and she, yours is out. <laughs> was she just challenging people to kill her? Was she, she trying to be <laughs> as rude as possible? So she was just, just really bored. Like she had, she had buried both her daughters. Like she, mm. all her friends had died. She's just bored and cantankerous. And like you know, when uh, it's in particular women. Although I don't want to cast like you know, exposure towards gender. When people are like, I feel finally feel like I could say no. Now I'm forty, or like I finally feel like I don't have to take any shit. Imagine that. Like several decades yeah, on, yeah. like it only compounds it. Yeah. So like you get to a point where all you want to say is call, call a twelve-year-old girl, tell her yeah. you can see a cunt. <laughs> so like I, I don't. I think it's about quality of life. Yeah, isn't it? it is. It's, so, it's quality, not quantity. Yeah. Yes. So when I say I want to get old, I, I do want to get old, but I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to. My grandmother passed away last year. She was a hundred years old, oh, wow. and. I reckon like the last 10 years, she was just didn't know what was going on. So I, I think if you want to get old, you do want to have, you do want to be, I want to be one of those jolly old people. They are, they do exist. Know? I know yeah. they get, really, I have yeah. yet to meet them in my family. I know, honestly, this, uh, the, I remember this uh, elderly lady at the nursing home and I was, it was when I used to volunteer there, just one of the good guys. <laughs> and uh, I was chatting to her, I said, oh, how long have you been here? Because I was like projecting all this misery onto them. And she said, she said, uh, 12 are the happiest years of my life. And she loved it because she was hanging around people her own age. She was really engaged. She loved life. She moved around a lot. She, you know, they have her own room. They ha- she's perfectly yeah. happy. So like it does exist, but I think it's, you know, dependent on your health and your I think also the problem with making a like a blanket statement about old people it's like old people were once young people who were also twats like do yeah we? i worry about that even just like you know in the nursing home now when they, they'll put on like vera lynn and everyone will love it like i don't want to be stuck in the nursing home with all the people who like derude and like <laughs> and i'm just like i cannot believe it please put on the killers <laughs> like I, i'm so and when worried i say about put them. on the killers i mean yeah. <laughs> let's have a cull <laughs> That yeah. Is a, what? Yeah. What are they going to be jiving to? I hope it'll be like nightclubs, times. and you'll get to go to like an indie one, or you'll get to go to like you know Ministry of Sound Oof, or yeah. whatever. You don't want to be eighty and rooming with someone who likes Jason Derulo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That is that not is ideal. That is such bad luck, isn't it? Imagine yeah. Yeah. you get to your nursing home, you're finally accepted, you're old, and there's the Derulo fan. Well, yeah. By the time we get to nursing homes, we'll probably have like just VR headsets, and it'll just oh, like yeah. lay us oh. all down, and we'll just have our own like personal perfect. Growing organs on us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, when you die, which sorry, Phil no. and Nish is going to happen, and yeah. um, what are we thinking funeral plans? We know all those people that say make it a celebration. Absolutely, <laughs> no. I want no. people to be as depressed as mm. possible. I want the priest to be crying. I want like he, I want yeah. he, I want him not be able to get through his sermon. Yeah, yes. really. Yeah. yeah, I want it to be f- horrific for everyone. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm not like I've got no. That's not like a how ha-ha. many funerals have you guys been to? It doesn't sound like you've been to a lot of funerals. I no. want it to feel like when Trump won. Like everyone's going, what do we do now? <laughs> like how do we move on? I hope more <laughs> people turn up to my funeral than turned up to the <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but that, I hope they shit a load of roads for mine as well. I'd absolutely I love that. Half a second behind that. Yeah. That was an excellent job. You were late again, Nish. <laughs> yeah, I was late again. <laughs> All <What>? right, mate. <laughs> what do you want your funeral to be like then? You really I, genuinely. Have no, you been? No, how many funerals have you been to that have been genuinely uh, depressing? Because I can tell you, they are. I mean, I think there's some grief fans in. It's awful when they're depressing. Like no. You do want a celebration. Yeah, you're right. I. I Sorry if you were trying I to make it know. funny. I always bring it back to genuine sincerity. No, my, my, <laughs> my mum went to a funeral of like one of our family friends and his brother gave a speech that went on for so long <laughs> and was so inaudible that my aunt started like laughing, <laughs> but she didn't want it to show. So she covered her face and my mum was like, Jesus, Mina really cared about Uncle George. Like... <laughs> But in fact, she was hiding her face because she was laughing so much. (laughs) And the same man who gave the speech is a man who took an instant dislike to me at my own grandfather's funeral. (laughs) Like, and he, it's a really weird thing to explain because my family's from Kerala. And sometimes when you're the youngest person in a family, they will call you baby. But the problem is that even in younger generations, they will also know you as baby so I was introduced to this man uh, by my mum going, Nish, this is Uncle Baby. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which, first of That's all, sounds... That's a great film. Well, it sounds like... Oh, yeah, Adam it's, Sandler it sounds like an Adam Sandler it, yeah. movie. It sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and this guy, like, was just... Im- and he was... he was a, He's a big guy. He has a big, white, bushy beard. And so he looks like an Indian Captain Birdseye. <laughs> And he was wearing a pinstripe suit and he just fucking hated me. Like at my grandfather's funeral, like when my grandfather died, we were at, like, we were absolutely devastated. It was a sudden thing. And so we didn't sort of have any kind of ramp up period. And so everybody was really, you know, it hit everybody really badly. And when he sort of arrived and he hated me so much, my uncle just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and because I kept being like, what's the, like, dude? shape up like this is a funeral and my uncle just kept going man uncle baby hates you so much (laughs) and then that like suddenly like we we had to put my uncle in the kitchen and then my mum came in and my mum was like what's going on what have you two been and my uncle's like uncle baby hates nish and my mum just started laughing then my aunt came in and then by the time my dad got home from work everybody was in the kitchen laughing and repeating the words uncle baby hates nish (laughs) And, like, everyone had abandoned my grandmother. This is the widow. She is completely bereft. No one is looking after her. And my dad came back from work, and because people were just coming over to visit, it was the day before the funeral. And my dad came back from work and came into the house, saw my grandmother on her own, and was like, what the fuck is going on with these people? <laughs> then went into the kitchen. <laughs> my dad was like, what has happened? And my mum was like, oh, Uncle Baby hates this. And my dad was like, I don't care. Like... <laughs> You can't abandon your grandmother. But it was really weird. That sounds like a great funeral. Well, it was a really weird experience because, like, it was was like a... He... As much as I did not particularly enjoy someone immediately disliking me at the funeral of my beloved grandfather, it really broke a sort of tension in our whole family. It just kind of brought everyone almost back into reality. Um, I don't understand. How, how did this hate for you manifest? Yeah, what did you itself? do? Did you, <laughs> you start late? pelting so you with petit filo? And... He arrives. He's wearing a pinstripe <laughs> suit. He looks like an Indian captain bird's eye. He comes up to me. My uncle says, "Uncle baby, thank you very much for coming." <laughs> 
and he then goes, Uncle Baby, this is Nish. I was very close to my grandfather, and my, uh, my uncle said, this is Nish. He's, you know, he was very, you know, they were very close to his granddad. And he just looked at me and went, hmm. And then just walked <laughs> off. And, like, looked disgusted with me. And later on, he, like, he just kept on not looking at me. And then he Do would, like... Do you think he really like, hated Newsjack? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this was well before Newsjack. I mean, maybe he saw... But How at the time, I was... How old were you? I was 20. Uh, okay. 20. No, no, 19. And because I was studying English and history at university. And at one point, he was talking to my cousin. And my cousin was, like, in bands. And my cousin was like, oh, I'm a sort of musician. And he was like, mm-hmm. And uh, was like being really nice to him, and then m- my cousin went and you know, like expecting Uncle Ben, he just didn't look at me. <laughs> he said he just kept looking at my cousin and went, "And what does he do?" <laughs> like I don't know what. Ha- and then That's my so cousin weird. said, he st- "I said I study English and history." That I was at university at the time, and this- Uncle Baby just went, "What's wrong with Indian history?" And then walked off. <laughs> this is at my grandfather's funeral. Like, it was insane. As, as funeral etiquette goes, it's bad. It was bad. Yeah. It was it's a bad, bad vibe. You, you have yeah. to be polite. Yeah. Yeah, you have to Did be you polite. Did you look like your grandfather? No, not really. Oh, okay. But I do, I do understand what you mean, because actually, as terrible as my grandfather's funeral was, his four grandsons gave a speech, and his son gave a speech, and, like, it was great, because n- nobody had a bad word to say about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And so... Isn't he... that the vibe, though? <laughs> well, not, not, not when Uncle Baby was there. <laughs> I suspect if Uncle Baby had had an axe to grind, he'd have stopped and been like, on that point, yeah. <laughs> I've got really a couple hope, of opinions. I really hope Uncle Baby does not come to your funeral. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want him there. But it was like, it, it was, you're right, it was nice. If it was a depre- it was nice because everybody had just genuinely good things to I say. I have to say, like, when you go to old people funerals, even if people are sad, there's so much better than young people funerals. Yeah, that yeah. is yeah, 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 the worst. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. The worst thing in the world ever. Yeah. So old people funerals, even if they're sad, everyone you, you can't help but go, They were old. So they, yeah, were, yeah. they were old. They were yeah. old. And that's that's that that's when there is a life celebrated. But when it's someone young, like it yeah, that I mean if you want a depressing funeral, you gotta die soon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You guys well, well, this need to thing. go soon. My friend said that like he, he was really upset about turning twenty eight. Because uh, like that's when papers stop saying they die tragically young, and they just <laughs> they just say your age after that. So he was really like, oh god, no, I don't get that's to die it. tragically young. <laughs> Same one with the dead mum. Well, it does make. I think if you have got dead parents, you are more obsessed with it, obviously, because you're yeah. like, it can happen. It can literally happen. Yeah. Phil, what's your plans for your funeral? Um, <laughs> hopefully, you'll be sold out. Uh, <laughs> that's number one. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think I'd like to have like a video. I'd like to prepare the video. I like a comedy and, video. But not like just there's. It's a screen just above the coffin. <laughs> but like you don't realize it's a screen until it comes on. Okay. And then and yeah, then it's just like boom, hey guys, and everyone's like, oh <laughs> Jesus, it's just, and made people really confused. And I'm like doing jokes about the dead guy, even though it's me. <laughs> Like a real sort of Huck, like a Huck Finn thing going on, you know? That, I think that would be quite cool. I think that would be pretty well, what if, Yeah, but what if it doesn't play in the room and you die again <laughs> at your own funeral? <laughs> like, <laughs> but see, only death you wouldn't have to worry about because you're dead. What, that's the one thing yeah. that's good about being dead Ooh. is that you can't care if people don't find you funny anymore. You're See? talking to four that, comedians. Literally, like the yeah. worst thing that can happen yeah. is they can't. Well, this, is one, this is one of your least relatable episodes, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I 
guys. One of the worst things that can happen is uh, one of the best things is that after yeah. you die, you don't have to do Spiky Mike gigs. Like that is surreal. <laughs> People will okay. find you uh, funny. The, so I don't like the video idea. I'm so sorry. I know it's your funeral, yeah. um, and it's because uh, it's all right. You each get your own one. You yeah. each get your own oh, okay. one. So you'll all have your. Uh, you can do your own thing. Oh, so. I, I'm going to talk about serial killers very briefly. Um, of course I am. You want when them at your funeral? Uh, yeah, all of them. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> um, uh, so there was this horrendous serial killer. I know there's no heroes. Um, and uh, he, his name is BTK and he got away with... Sorry, I really thought you said Peter K. So <laughs> many people think that. And so I was like, whoa, that. yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. So he did this thing where he, he, was, he did all these horrible murders. He did about 10, or he did 10. And then... Um, he was inactive for like a really long time, like 15 years, and they thought he had died. He, he got himself caught because he started writing to the papers because they were like, this guy's definitely dead or in prison. And he was like, oh, am I? Anyway, um, so <laughs> one of these things he number has, one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, so one of these things he had, he, he, had a, he had a desk that he used to call the mother load. <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's proper partridge, in it? And uh, he had in it a video recording he'd made to play at his funeral where he goes, I'm BTK. And he comes out to his family and friends. Oh my god! That was his god. idea of the best way. And that, like, what a fucking. <laughs> oh my god! Horror. Phil Wang is nodding his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you gonna come out as the yeah. BTK killer? Sounds yours? like my kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Either that or the Stig, like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm the Stig. <laughs> I cannot believe he thought. When's the best time to tell someone? Well, that just shows that, funeral. like, how perverse he is. That, yeah. Like that one day of like love towards him, he just wanted to take away from his family and friends. Wow. So I think that's horrible. But they caught him. Uh, they caught him. Yeah, sleep through his easy, guys. Test. Sleep easy. What? You're welcome. What did you say? Uh, so they <laughs> couldn't get a warrant for his arrest. They had enough like circumstantial evidence that he drove the same car and things. Uh, but they could get a wa- warrant uh, for his daughter's smear test. So they ran a DNA oh, test I on that. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that they went. Oh well, this girl is definitely related to him. Then it's enough to get a warrant, and they arrested him. And, yeah. Wow. Oh, I normally Great tell people right. to go for their smear tests, but that <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're worried about your dad, don't <laughs> go for your smear test. So you want a video at your funeral? Obviously, we're a killer, yeah. Kiri. <laughs> so no, no videos no. for you. No, I, no I videos. don't like because it makes me think of BTK when I think uh, of videos. Okay. I think they're a really charming idea. I want to go for the big, like, I'm going to have, it's the playlist. I think it's all in the playlist. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to have uh, Regina Spectre Samson because I think that's just like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, probably, I'll, I'll, I know it's hack, but I'll probably go Hallelujah. Which, uh, which version? There's lots of versions. Yeah. Love the Leonard Cohen version yeah. of the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. great. This song sounds like the cadaver is singing. <laughs> Uh, well, Regina Spector's actually done a really yeah, good version of it. That's good. But Jeff um, Buckley. Buckley. I, think I nearly said Goldblum. I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, that one I do want to play. Oh my um, god. And I, well, there's a really nice thing, like, well, you'll know, if you're Welsh, when you go to Welsh funerals, one of, the, like, the joyous things, because my nines was, like, I, I've not lost lots of people, it's, I've lost my nana and my nine, and my nine, uh, we had a kind of moment, so basically I stood in dog shit right outside her funeral just before <laughs> oh, we went no. in, but, like, it was me and my brothers, and I was so sad, but just stinking of dog shit and trying to surreptitiously wipe your foot on some grass <laughs> outside as you're, <laughs> as a the pallbearers go past with their <laughs> god yeah no this is so sad like it just we were laughing uncontrollably which yeah. is probably really distasteful but like it just ne- we needed something so many people I speak to have laughed uncontrollably at, at a funeral yeah. like that is yeah. so common because obviously you're so overwhelmed my um, husband and his sister 
had to leave the church, I think, because their grandfather was being sort of carried in on the shoulders. They'd never, they kept their very atheist family, so they'd never seen anything like that. And they start the pallbearers were sort of struggling, and they started walking slightly Monty Python-esque. <laughs> and then his sister just whispered that to him, and that was like they got. Yeah. It was like yeah. they, were, you know, when you're in school and you're like, you're just, you're just shoulder shaking, crying, because it's such an, you know, tense situation. Yeah, it's what you need. It's like, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's the break that you need. Yeah. And also, like, it's a really, like, between me and my brothers, it was, like, a bonding thing. Yeah, of, like, yeah. oh, my big brothers are here. So I think a d- lovely thing about Welsh funerals is the singing. Oh, the like, singing. Oh, it's so good. You're like, guys, we are smashing this. Yeah. And, like, there's always one, a slightly elderly woman who comes in quicker than everyone else to drive the choruses yeah. along, who's like, yeah. oh! Yeah. from nowhere at the back it's it's That's really like I've been to um, English and Welsh funerals and it's so awkward at the English funeral because, oh, really? because, because we're not good at the, oh yeah, I, I, I'm from London really and it's like the awkward singing and then the hymn start and I don't if anyone, they just play a verse of a hymn once like that's it you got it and it's <laughs> like no one here has sung for like 10 years yeah. and yeah. they just played one verse and then I find the English reason was like um, but the Welsh they will go, they're like oh, so I got this I, I got this naturally guys. break off yeah. into harmonies at my, yeah. Yeah. At, my gran- yeah. at my grandmother's funeral which was in England there was the singing was mostly bad but there's a guy behind us who was brilliant oh. and really going for yeah, it yeah. and we're like oh wow that guy's really good um, but later transpired no one knew him no one knew who he was yeah. no one like oh, no. Wow. he just turns up to smash no it idea. like those no. guys who shark karaoke bars yeah, yeah. yeah. or like with their, like, like, the guys that go to bowling lanes with their own bowling ball oh. kind of you know I, I think he just turns up to funerals to sing the hits and then <laughs> so that's I mean, what former X Factor winners get up to <laughs> It's like a service that you can hire someone just to bump it, up the it, volume it a little feel, bit. I think, it honestly, feel like you, a mourner. Like you a need that, yeah. 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 And if you have like a churchy funeral, there does tend to, like you will get people who are just here for the funeral and then they do yeah. good singing. I think cremation is, is actually nicer, but crematoriums are often oh, really awful. Places. Like they can be so, or my granny and granddad's funeral, because they die within two weeks of each other, efficient. Um, <laughs> they, um, this was in Essex, my other side of the family, and the guy couldn't find the button to like make the coffin start <laughs> moving. Uh, God. And I think I was about 14, so it's the first time I've been. I was like, what? But he was like, duh, 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 duh. and then the curtain was like, shh, shh. and then it like sort of like the two cough like jerked, but it was, yeah, What's that was is, awful. Is this a setup like like a church? So if people sat down watching the. Yeah, so you have yeah. like, it looks like a church. It's got two sides, like bride or groom, and <laughs> then a podium at the front. And then depending on how nice the place is, is like you'll see the coffin. And some have a very tasteful curtain that sweeps across, mm. but others have mm. a really old curtain that is like really struggling to get around oh, <laughs> it's just like an cool. iron gate <laughs> <laughs> and everyone gets warm. oh the wor- I went to one where the, the coffin just descended so it was like on a wooden platform <laughs> what like take that yeah drop down. It, yeah it was on a wooden like oh, I can't think what, like a platform and then it just went and then I was like well where's it it's obviously still in that giant wooden thing like it's in we all know it's there they're like now they've gone like, no, they're, <laughs> they're in the middle of the room yeah crematoriums can be yeah, not very nice places. But, but I, like, I don't. Our family are Hindu, so there's no. What do you, What's the Hindu? How? What's only Hindu funeral? Cremation. Only oh, cremation. Right. Like it's there's no burying thing. Like it is just like you you're supposed to. And I mean, obviously here we do it in crematoriums, but mm. in India it's like it's sort of. You know, my dad always he's got he's he always says like it's really healthy the way that it happens because you sort of it's just very open you know like yeah. they they have this uh, like a pyre and the body's on there and then your sort of eldest child is supposed to light the pyre oh. and so but the whole point is that it's supposed to be you know you it's a part it's a reality it's a part of life 
and you have to you know sort of you you, you do it in the open like it's not something that's yeah. done sort of closed off like i mean in the ganges like there are people having a, a bath and then there's be you know further down someone like a body burning. They have no problems be... with contaminating water supply. They have like no we problems with contaminating <laughs> yeah. water supply. Everyone's very chilled. Near yeah. the river. Yeah. A load of very chilled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's the new range from Lush. Like it's like, <laughs> but it's it's supposedly supposed to be quite sort of you 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 should it should be something that you talk about and yeah. it should be quite out in the open. Which he always says like that's a more healthy way of looking at it. What um, if it smells delicious? I would worry. I'd be like, oh, God, what if it makes you hungry? I don't think that is a problem. <laughs> Unless, like, it's like Colonel Sanders' body or something. Like, I don't... <laughs> He's basically dip- deep fried anyway. But yeah, I, think, yeah. I think you're right. Like, I do find... I mean, like, I've been to a lot of crematoriums, guys. <laughs> if you want the best one to go in North London, it's the one in Gold is Green. Um, and I do think, like, I agree with you. Like, it, I found it so weird the first time, like, it, like a coffin, like, jotted down somewhere. And I was like, well, where, where are they going? This idea that they've just gone behind a curtain or something, I think is a very sort of awkward English way of dealing with it. Or, yeah. you know, British way of dealing with it. Being like, oh, just pretend it's gone. Yeah. Don't think about it. And you're like, well, you're going to burn them now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a health and safety thing. <laughs> so, so you'd rather everyone just like gathered around and just watch the yeah. like, well, like, like a bonfire, in the back. yeah, like I a think guy so. forks, like you just, <laughs> just shaking a can of petrol <laughs> over it. I'm like stand back, kids, behind that wire. <laughs> <laughs> but then I suppose it works in India because it's a hot country. Like, sure. That's the problem. It's so cold and rainy here. Yeah. But can you imagine gathering your your loved ones in the pissing <laughs> rain, yeah. trying to light a fire, <laughs> and everyone being like, to get a good day for a barbecue, let yeah. alone burning exactly. your mum. <laughs> Exactly. So like, all the uncles great trying weekend. to help Let's out. get mum out the freezer. <laughs> yeah. So I think cultures develop because of you know where they are. That yeah, does uh, make yeah, that yeah. makes sense, does it? What about music? What are we thinking about? So you got Regina Spector. Yeah. Nish, you look like you got. What are you gonna? No, I mean, uh, there's a very specific song by Bob Dylan called "Lay it? Down Your Weary Tune," oh, nice. which is a very nice song, and it's about the beauty of nature. And also, when I was alive. I was unable to convince people to listen to Bob Dylan. <laughs> now that I like my friends and stuff, are like, oh, we hate that guy. Now they have to because I'm forcing them to. It's also a really nice song. How, is it like one of his really long ones? I don't. What it's quite you don't a long want people shazamming. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people shazamming. Like, it's great. quite an obscure one. It's what re- album is it from? It's it was, uh, it was an unreleased. Oh, it's a deep fuck cut. off, mate! It's a deep cut. It You're was, making them listen to bootlegs. It was no, no, no. It's not a bootleg. It's on the Biograph box set. It was an official release. <laughs> Uh, I believe it was recorded as part of the Freewheel and Bob Dylan sessions. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but it was never released, but then it is available on the Biograph box set. It's a very beautiful lyric. You will need a video of you explaining it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the song. Guys. Phil, what's your music choice for the funeral? Um, born This Way by Lady Gaga. <laughs> I just, I think that'd be really confusing, because we're like, I was born this way, and we're like, well, dead. He was born dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they be like... <laughs> When maybe sort of going, I didn't know he liked Lady Gaga. I didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. So it's like really confusing. Yeah. Um, either that or Highway to Hell and Stay with the Heaven mashed. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, <laughs> you know. Phil's really <laughs> hedging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a big one. Do you, what do you think about life after death, Phil? Where do you think there is life after death? Do you think it's... It I really hope there isn't. I really, really hope there isn't. I don't see this what the point of it would be. Yeah. 
I I don't understand and the, the the idea that there is a heaven and this life is a preparation for that or a test for that. Mm-hmm. But this life is itself it's too complex to to be like a preparation or a lesson for a more complex life. But the afterlife is often illustrated as a, a, a less complex life, like a simpler life, yeah, an inane life. So it's a strange idea to go from a very complex rich existence to a rather sort of sat on your sofa blank one. every netflix thing you can think of and just sit there that's it that's life after yeah death. so i hope there isn't i think it would be very boring and lonely um no religion's really been able to um sort of qu- qualify the afterlife in any uh, let me way. introduce you to a little friend of mine called hinduism <laughs> <laughs> what's after life more life <laughs> <laughs> i want to come back as yeah. baby uncle That'll be your lesson. Yeah, Resent, yeah exactly. Resent, oh, man. I can't believe I got reincarnated as Uncle Maybe Baby. Maybe Uncle Baby is you from the future, and that's why he was pissed off with you. Wait, oh, I wow. don't think you can have... Now, it feels like we're taking an understanding of Hinduism from the movie <laughs> Back to the Future. Like... <laughs> As far as I as far as I know, you cannot establish parallel timelines. <laughs> I didn't mean reincarnated. I was talking more Back to the Future timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Imagine maybe he was trying to move. signal something to you and you didn't pick it up. And he was I like, mean, oh. the only person who has more contempt for me than Uncle Baby is myself. So <laughs> the story does sort of check out. What about last words? Because like, I was Googling last words today because I thought I'd ask you about it. And I, they're so shit. There is not a single... They're like the ones you think are good last words, if any of you have in your head, oh, that's it's not true. When you look it up, it was like Humphrey Bogart is supposed to have said to Lauren Bacall when he left, he said, um, goodbye, kid, I'll see you later. And they were like, oh, that's just like he's looking at you, kid. And it's like, yeah. no, it's not. He just <laughs> yeah. said, I'll see you later. Yeah. And then he died. So why? There's no, there's not very many goodbye words. Although there was a surgeon, I read this famous German surgeon who took his own pulse and then went, it stopped. Yeah. What? And then died. The, the, one of the Wright, yeah. Wright brothers had a good one, I'm pretty oh, what sure. Was what was it? It was something like... Uh, oh, oh, no, was it the Wright brothers? The one who died in the first... You're like, welcome planet. for planes, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was something like, uh, to make great leaps forward, there has to be sacrifices and then oh. just die. Like something where he was like, smash that. <laughs> like, you know how people get a boner when they die? I bet he got one just because yeah. that quote was. Um, <laughs> what about Kiri? What are you thinking? Any last words? You got them ready? Uh, see you I'm in hell, pigs. <laughs> 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 that's exact, that's what serial killers go down by stuff like that. Yeah, I think something like yeah, quite quite aggressive like that. I'd I like. I mean, I don't know. I think I think I like the idea. See of See you saying, in a bit, surely. Yeah, I like the idea of. That's yeah, why yeah, said yeah, see yeah, you later. Yeah. He was a yeah. Hindu. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of being like, oh well, that's that one done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fingers crossed for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, dog. I did so many bad things. I should definitely get a dog this time. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think um, you want to sort of say something profound, but then also you want to say something slightly cryptic as well. Like, like the, <laughs> the idea of saying something. Yeah, exactly. But also, life yeah. has no meaning. I like yeah. the idea of saying something like really, like weirdly cryptic. Like that as a way, like I like that as an exit line, just being like, the secret was that it was me. <laughs> and, and then that's it. <laughs> like, end on, like, a real cliffhanger. Uh, you'd need to do more of, like, a genuine cryptic crossword clue. Like, that would be, like, if you were, like, <laughs> eggs, backwards, yeah. in a church. 
Open, o- <laughs> open bracket six, comma yeah. eight, close yeah. brackets. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Phil, any last words that you can think of? Maybe um, I, th- I think there's something in my shoe, <laughs> and then I <laughs> and then I die, and they're like, "Shit, what was in the shoe?" <laughs> but they never find anything, and people are like, "Did that have anything to do with his Don't, death?" Do you know what that is? The worst thing, when people die and they say something weird, that you would torture them for the rest of their lives. They'd yeah. be like, what did he, m- oh God, what did he mean? Did he, was he trying <laughs> to say he loved us? Was it something else? Don't, don't be mysterious. I'd say be, just be like, I love you. Mm, like yeah. just or more morphine. Apparently it's really nice. Just like, just load up on morphine. And, and yeah, wow. but if you have too much, then you can't do your last words. That's the problem. Or have a shit. Yeah. <laughs> morphine backs you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it? Yeah. It's Why like does everyone know that? <laughs> there such fine. a... Like, oh, really? Yeah. Is he constipated in train spotting? Yeah. God, I really don't remember that film, it turns <laughs> out. I Too much rem- morphine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was absolutely whacked out <laughs> on heroin. It's actually why the Taliban grows poppies, is so they don't have to go to the toilet. It can just keep terrorizing. <laughs> <laughs> I do that at festivals. I, I hammer it with a. Is it Imodium? Is the one that makes you stop shitting? You don't. Yeah. You do take loads. Thursday, and then I'm like, I'm not pooping in that place. Uh, <laughs> and then by Monday, I'm like, no. I'm dying from my bum all up. Yeah. And then, like, on Tuesday morning, it's like that bit in Ghostbusters where the safe opens like that. Don't let your last words be, I took too much ammonium. (laughs) You don't want that to be. Well, thank you so much, guys, for having an informal, relaxed chat about death. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, It's very casual and relaxed, as you can see, as I don't have a funny, quippy ending. Um, But we ended on last words, so when I edit it, it will sound like we were like, (laughs) last words. You've been listening to Griefcast. I've been... Yeah. Anyway, so please... Oh, my God. So the end of this podcast is going to be, guys, I took too much of modium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm dying. I'm dying for the butthole up, the and I'm gonna chop it. Yeah. Like I'm gonna cut it right there, <laughs> and then have some beautiful folk music come in there. <laughs> I want to make it clear it's different from the other ones. Like it's a, you know, it's definitely got its own tone. <laughs> Does any we ha- we have like compliments? Does anyone have any questions about death or grief that they wanted to bring to the group? Because it is a bit of a therapy group generally. I just wondered. You all look horrified. No. There is a genuine question. Yes, lady, there. Wang out. Wang out. I'm sorry. You know when something is so close to you, you can't see it. (laughs) Never never say that. Never say that about your wang. Never say that about your wang. too close to it. That's why you have to get a writer in to punch it up. (laughs) Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Nish Kumar, Kimmy Pritchard McLean and Phil Wang. Thank you so much for listening. That episode was recorded live at the amazing Mahanleth Comedy Festival in Wales. It featured Nish Kumar, who is on Twitter at Mr. Nish Kumar, Kiri Pritchard McLean at Kiri K I R I Pritchard MC, and Phil Wang at Phil N Wang. Do follow them or just Google them if you would like to see them performing live, as they are all very brilliant. You can find us on Twitter at The Griefcast or on Instagram at The Griefcast. And remember, you can always email us at thegriefcast at gmail.com. I hope you have an okay new year or whatever kind of new year that you would like. And remember, it's just a day. It doesn't have to mean anything and you can definitely get through it. 
Music was provided by the Glue Ensemble, the show was produced by Kate Holland, and this episode was recorded live by James Quinton. Much love to you all, and thank you so much for listening in 2017. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.